0: Brew Strong is brought to you by morebeer.com, where a man can brew like a man.
1: Brewers, it's time for the beer radio you've been looking for. This is the show that dispels myths, tackles the toughest topics, and makes no apologies for geeking out on beer. Hosted by two guys that drink before they think, Jamil chef and John Palmer, this is Brew Strong.
2: Hey, howdy, hey, my brewing brothers and sisters. Hey, hey, hey. Good. Howdy howdy. Guten
3: Abend. My name. Frein. German.
2: <laughs> yeah, we gotta we we gotta work on Palmer's uh yeah, salutation there. That's true. He was better this time, I like it. Yeah, it was it was a better hey hey hey. You're doing fine L- less fat Alberish. <laughs> yeah. That's true. More fat Palmerish.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. oh. hey, don't be dissing my buddy John. My brother. Uh. You know, we've Thank slept you. together.
5: Yes. Did you really? Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. And John is a really good roommate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Where'd, you, where'd yeah. you guys
0: sleep together? I like how your voice faded off at the end, uh, exactly. G-A-B-F.
3: Oh, Great American B-F.
2: All right. All and, right. You and, uh, together? You know, we we didn't know each other that well, uh, you know, at that point. But after right. sleeping together for four nights, yeah. Uh, I think we knew each other pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The but
3: story John,
6: didn't bother me at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, John,
3: yeah but it kept me awake. That was actually the first time I met Jameel and John both on the same day. I yeah, met you for you the first time on the same day. You thought we were day? the same person, and we
2: were just kind of faking yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, oh. good time. it's good times. No, John's very, very polite and very, uh, very attentive to another's needs. Right. If you know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Whereas uh, Jameel's a total dick. Yeah. That's right. No, Jameel's yeah. a peach, too. He is. Fuzzy like a peach, anyways. That's right. And you know that, that part of the peach where it kind of has that cleft in there. You know? Ah! Oh damn it! Just ruined that show's yep. already gone south. Yeah, and we're only like two minutes. When you do them back to back, that's the problem, right there. You know, it's all yeah. the drinking. It's Chad's freaking fault. fault. Chad, you, you, you're brewing all this great beer. You're bringing it, and you know, just serving it to us like you know, you're, you're welcome. Drink it.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. But where else would we get such good beer? Uh, I don't know. Because that, Jamil's not bringing in... any. <laughs> no, he's not ah, bringing any. Nice,
2: hey. Palmer, you're right. <laughs> hey, hey, I brought the moose and then and then what happens? Like, uh, Tasty's going, so you didn't bring any more? It's like, no. well, I thought I brought enough for the sampling. What, what more do I need to bring?
0: You that's are so stingy with your beer, Jay-Z.
3: <laughs> I'm convinced there's something about his house, too, because I took five gallons of the moose roll home. We, mm-hmm. we brewed that together. Mm-hmm. I took five gallons. He got moose drool, and I got crotch drool. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what happened <laughs> in my house, but something about the way you ferment that.
2: Well, I'll tell you this: you know, I moved, and I and I, I brewed uh, yesterday. Yes. And uh, when uh, for for the Can You Brew It show, I brewed yesterday. Okay, uh, it's it's give me a new passion for brewing. Uh, but if that beer doesn't turn out right, if there's something wrong. I'm sorry, the whole family's going to have to move back to the old house because no, there's no way I'm brewing somewhere where the don't, beer doesn't turn out right. Yeah, it's like those uh, Belgian
0: breweries that risk closing down. Uh, exactly. If they have to move buildings, they they feel like, hey, that's it. You know, the right. building has yeah. what we need. And you I, feel I, that way about your place now.
2: Yeah, and I experienced, you know, some real problems because... Um, you know, the, I, I tried to set up in a similar location, but it was much windier, mm-hmm. and wind is a real problem there. You know, the uh, the faucets were further away, so I had to kind of run like 20 feet. You know, it's, it's just a right. giant estate. Yeah. So I was on the uh, <laughs> south end of the estate. I see. And uh, I had to run uh, to go and, like, turn the water on or turn the water off. So the water's flowing. You know, maybe I'm adding a little more water the I thought you were going to set so. up well, one of the
0: spare garages.
3: You know, if you, yeah, that's the thing, John. Exactly. Well, if Jamil would listen yeah. to his friends, I mean, he's got like a nine car garage, and he is. won't brew. I mean, it is
0: a state, isn't it? He,
3: yeah, he's got his yes. his old house has plenty of room to brew, but this thing, well, you know, he's got garage space
2: every up the I'm, wazoo, and he I'm won't doing, brew indoors. I'm doing two shows on the Brewing Network. Yeah, I got to do something with the money. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So of I course. decided that's right. a large estate for the for the family and the, the and the help. Why?
0: Why don't you uh, build out in the garage?
2: Why? You know, Doctor Scott I don't, does it. You know, I don't like the uh, humidity in the garage. And you want to be outside. I like the outside. I like I like th- you know the free swinging the breeze. Yeah. You know, what if going... the only
0: problem is you know how some you know how uh, pitchers who are on a winning streak like yeah. won't wash their underwear or whatever they yeah they I gave heal. that up a long time ago washing my underwear.
2: <laughs> so you know
0: what I'm saying maybe you're just not you know you're 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 wearing new clothes every time. Maybe it's not the location. It's you. You're not uh, you're not staying focused, and
2: you're not keeping to... Hey, 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 I didn't say I, anything I was going right, wrong. I didn't say anything was going right. wrong yet. Nice. You still <laughs> got the goat, right? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, no. The goat's my goat's there. missing. Uh-oh. oh
7: I don't know, what Oh, what the hell oh, happened
2: oh, to my goat? Oh, <laughs> it, it is. Oh, and, oh and, come and, on. And, and, and oh. I didn't say anything was going wrong. I said, if something uh, goes wrong... Nice, okay. Freaking family's moving back to... I, you know, that shack we used to live in? We're moving back, kids. You know, pack it up. Ah, uh, you know, Daddy's got a brew. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is what uh, you know. Butters the bread, <laughs> right? <laughs> and he does have a,
3: like for guys, you know, I mean, this guy's you know, two-time Ninkasi Award winner, and shoot, you've won half of <laughs> with beer that's five six years old. It's Obviously, goat. A great job. It's a goat, but he he is like superstitious in his process. I give,
2: well, and the thing is, I gave Chad a goat. Yeah. I think things picked up at that point.
4: Mm. I mean, Absolutely. You, were brewing, you
2: were brewing good before then. I think you're brewing great now. And the goat, I have to report, has lost some legs. <gasps> what happened? But the beers are still coming out okay. Yeah, as long as you got the the I bulk see. of the goat hanging there. How the hell did it? Give a little goat, rub. How did it lose its legs? Uh, well, yeah, you know the the, the sparge it. arm kind of comes off. Uh-huh. So I think one day it just kind of got smushed.
3: Chad, do you, do you have a, a whirlpool chiller? Oh yeah, we were talking about that the oh, last yeah. show. You have one, of course, Jamil. That's what we're yeah, giving the only right way to go. That's what giving away, right? I love or, it.
2: Yeah, right? as a matter of fact, uh, if you if you sign up and uh, to recurring uh, donations to the Brewing Network, you know it's two bucks a month is, is all it takes. Uh, you're automatically entered in raffles for great stuff. They've given away conical fermenters. They've given away full uh, keg system, full kegging oh, yeah. system. They've given away uh, Justin's blowjobs. They've given away. <laughs> Don't uh, sign uh, up for those. <laughs> yeah, And this 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 month, uh, it is uh, a whirlpool chiller. I use a whirlpool chiller. Chad uses one. Uh, Nick uses one. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it, it is uh, far and away the the best chilling device if if you ask me. And. Uh, your donations help uh, support programming like this. You can also, if you want to, just jump in for this one uh, or for any of them. As a matter of fact, when they come up, uh, you, you know, five bucks gets you gets you an entry in the raffle, and uh, you got a shot at this. And you know, win or lose, you know, feel good about uh, supporting something that I think uh, uh, all of us enjoy. And oh, yeah. uh, can uh, mean better, better beer across across the world. And
0: keeping Zaneshaft Farms up yes. there in Elk Grove <laughs> alive yes. and estate alive and well. Yes. yes,
2: yes, yes. I'm excited. We need we need, uh, we need to hire uh, a, another gardener. the The grounds are too big for for the current <laughs> team of four. I'll send we're Chad expanding out. that to five. So uh, you know, if you could if you could donate a little bit, that well,
6: I help. thought you were looking
0: at some sheep, Jim.
2: I'm always looking at sheep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But not for gardening, Palmer. That's
2: right. Well, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. This is is the weirdest thing. I'm thinking about this the other day. You know, all these sheep-rearing countries, like, you know, Scotland and New Zealand, and, you know, they're always talking about how, you know, the the, the people are, you know, having it on with the sheep, right? It's always, they're making fun of this. And I'm thinking to myself, well... If anywhere that raises sheep, they're making fun of them having it on with the sheep. Sheep must be actually pretty good, you know, because <laughs> you don't you don't you don't hear you don't you don't hear about anybody saying no. They just like you know people say it's disgusting, but. I'm thinking, you know... <laughs>
0: you really were thinking about this. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. I was, a, was you were thinking about how good a lay these sheep must this be. This is how
2: I spent my brew day yesterday. I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, you know, it must not be so bad. I'm thinking, <laughs> this might be pretty good. I got a, I, I got, I've got, got, I got the acreage now. I think uh, I need to bring in some sheep and, uh, you know. A
3: fever dream is what I think it was. <laughs> Well, I it's mean, true because you don't well, hear
0: it about other livestock. No, you only right. hear it about sheep. You yeah, you're not hearing
2: about this about goats. You're not hearing about cattle. You know, you're hearing oh, this about man. sheep. Yeah, and I'm telling you, the people who are poo-pooing this whole thing are the ones who probably haven't tried it. Don't now, knock it right, until you don't knock it. it until you tried it. And I'm figuring, well, maybe I should try, and then you know I could speak from experience. But you know, you you, you can't just you know yeah. Uh,
4: well, that is your philosophy no. in general. You That's
0: don't right. like to speak on things until you don't even care if you you've it. read it. You'd rather right, right. try it. You'd all this, rather all experiment. This. All, <laughs>
2: all this experiment is a good yeah. word for it. Uh, you know all this all this nonsense on the internet about you know this that and the other on brewing. Yeah, it's like well you know run some experiments. Try you know, Do some double blind. Do you know do some triangle <laughs> test. Do all that and <laughs> then double, and, double, double blind tests. And by the way, it's right. It's double not blind. Legal if you put science. a blind. You blindfold the sheep. You blindfold yourself. Then it's double blind it's okay yeah. it's you know it's science don't ask don't tell <laughs> you know right i think i think it could be you know uh, and i you know i'm sure there are people out there mm. listening yeah who have have experienced this i wouldn't be surprised you know <laughs> oh, man. especially especially from, i don't know from if the, that's from the lunch meat listeners i, I bet don't... you probably 50 percent of those people have
0: i was going to say that i don't know if that speaks for the character of our <laughs> listeners or just the vast <laughs> right. quantity of our listeners that yeah. somebody is Maybe
6: they're from the brass I, th- I think
2: i think i think from the vast quantity yeah there's got to be a couple out there i mean we got Way more than enough listeners. That's somebody out there. Right. Grew up on a farm, and you know, you're young. You're lonely. You're lonely. <laughs> you're, you're living on a big farm. Yeah. You don't get into town much. <laughs> and you know, instead of oh, you know uh, the the can of Vaseline and the w- with the girly mags, you're uh, you know around yeah. the barn <laughs> with. Uh, yeah.
3: Where did you grow up, Shad? I'm really looking for New England. He's got All a right. curious look on <laughs> yeah. his face right now, like not continuing. Well, you know what? All I'm right. I'm
2: writing this. I grew question. up in the city. I grew up in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I'm writing this question down because
3: <laughs> in a couple weeks on the session, we're gonna have a guy that grew up in New. Zealand.
0: Oh. And he's
3: brewing in
2: uh, England. So we'll have to ask him that question.
0: Please don't ask my guests (laughs) if they've had sex with (laughs) sheep.
2: The thing is, I think most people wouldn't admit it. Unless they were on the brewing network, yeah. Know? Then, and then they, you, right. for some yeah. reason, you feel comfortable to well, admit it, these sorts right. of things. What it is
3: is you have enough of Shat's IPA, yeah. and then you just start <laughs> spilling your
4: guts.
2: Well, and I ah. think that's why Can You Brew It is doing so well because uh, you know we get the we get these uh, brewers onto the the brewing network and they they want to spill their guts a little bit. And they'll they'll talk about this sort of thing. All right. What do you got, Jay Z? What are we, what are we talking
3: about today, Jay Z?
2: <laughs> <laughs> talking about sheep, it's having sex with sheep. sheep. Have yeah. you been paying attention?
4: Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, yeah. you just, follow just along, pay attention. Somebody yeah, <laughs> get
0: a new
2: guy to pay attention.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Apologize. So,
2: apologize. So, so <laughs> I got an email from Mark. And Mark said, Jamal, how's it going? Quick question. Every recipe in Brewing Classic Styles that uses Pilsner malt as its base malt. Yeah, uh, you comment to do a ninety-minute boil to reduce DMS. Why is that? How is pilsner malt different than pale malt? You know what is DMS and why do I care? Oh man! Excellent question. Well, John, why? Why? Well, you know what is DMS? Uh, tell us that and and why why should we care about it at all?
6: Well, DMS is a very common. Uh aroma uh, and flavor in beer. Um, it's a sulfide, or sulfide compound, sulfur compound. There's a lot of sulfur compounds in, you know, in beer and wort. It um, comes from the malt. Um, DMS or dimethyl sulfide is, uh, it has a flavor threshold of about 30 parts per billion. So, you know, it's very easy to, det- to detect. And it has a kind of a sweet corn, fresh corn kind of a flavor, canned corn is often described as, uh, or, or aroma. And uh, there's a, a host of other, you know, sulfur compounds that you can get in beer. Um, you get uh, diethyl sulfide, and that has a more uh, cooked vegetable or garlic kind of flavor to it. Right. You've got uh, dimethyl disulfide, and that has more of a rotting vegetables aroma. Would that be DDMs? Uh, DMDs. DMDs. Okay. Yeah, Uh, DMTS or trisulfide would be is again a kind of a rotting vegetable uh, kind of aroma. And then there are other uh, sulfur compounds such as, uh, oh, uh, methyl thioacetate, which is uh, a cooked cabbage smell. And ethyl and methyl mercaptans, um, mercaptan, of course, being your skunk precursors, okay. and those again have uh, rotting vegetable or onion aromas, and uh, so all of these different things you know are are in malt and can be in beer, um, but dimethyl sulfide is the, the big one.
3: Now, John, I've, I, you know. Had a lot of things said about my beer, but rotting vegetables is not one I like to hear. Is it really? I right. don't
6: like to hear it, but you hear
3: well, it. But I no. do. But is it? Re- and <laughs> other than my actually, I brought I brought a sample of, of DMS into the studio. We might talk about later. Yeah, check, but
2: check, but check this stanky thing. Is
3: out. is is, uh, is it really that pronounced? I mean, you now Jamil here has is you know it, it, I don't know what you master beer judge now or, or whatever you are. You've tasted a lot of home brews. We've all you know being Beer geeks have tasted a lot of commercial brews. Is it that present in a lot of beers?
2: To, to one extent or another, um, it's in a lot of a lot of uh, more pale beers. Um, yeah. any anything that uses a real pale malt or pilsner malt type uh, as its base grains, you tend to detect it um, in most of those, and um, especially when people are trying to go really pale on a beer. Um, you tend to pick, a, pick up some levels of those. Some are better than others. Some are outrageous, but uh, uh, it tends to be present in some, some little factor. But John, y- you know, you're saying right there that uh, you know the, the the whole reason for worrying about DMS is because it's stanky, right?
6: Well, right? it's it it's it's and it's not necessarily that. It is. Uh, it has a very low uh, aroma threshold. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very easy yeah, it's to stanky. detect. Very easily and stanky. <laughs> yeah and but d m s is considered uh, part of the character of fine loggers right you you look for a little of it um to, but to, it's to it's very easy to get a lot of
2: it yeah extent yeah it is is acceptable but not necessarily preferred
6: right it, it it's um but it, if you take out all the d m s the the beer seems to lack character. Right, so I mean, like we were
2: talking about uh, esters and loggers, you know loggers. Exactly. You know people people think, oh, I want this, you know, super clean lager. I want you know like no flavor, no fermentation flavor right. in it, or no fermentation character in it. That's like you're gonna, you know, might as well take some, uh, you know, purified alcohol and and pour it in. Uh, you know with some grains and you know call that beer it's it's going to be horrible you know you, yeah. you know uh, and like John saying oh, come you, on you need a little you know a little bit of these these things really uh build up the the character of a of a great lager it's it's you know it's subtle notes of all these things versus you know something that uh, and we call that clean but really, you know, we're right. detecting all these things together. No, no, but
6: to to go back to the, the reader's question, right? You know, why do we why do we talk about a ninety minute boil right. for lagers? Right. Well, uh, the way DMS works is that uh, DMS forms by composi- decomposition of precursors due to heat and the precursors are SMM or S ethylmethionine okay. and DMSO or dimethyl sulfoxide these are two you know precursors they're found in malt and uh, when when they when these compounds break down due to heat they turn into dimethyl sulfide which is uh, very volatile and and it is e- more easily uh, you know, more easily comes out of the malt and wort and beer right. than the precursors do. Now, now, so,
3: DM, I think it's something like diacetyl, which is a metabolic pathway like that the yeast, you know, in right. the production of alcohol. This is different,
6: right? This right. This is purely a, a chemical uh, reaction. Right. Uh, it's uh, these compounds are produced in the living areas of the seed. In the alarone later, um, in the pericarp, and you know near the husk, right? And uh, they're just and these precursors are destroyed by heat, and so um, in very pale malts, ones that are only lightly kilned, like pilsner malt, okay, uh, um, there's a lot of precursor that's not destroyed, okay, and so you end up with a lot
3: of precursor going into your work. okay. So in a in a pilsner malt, you're more worried about getting DMS in your beer. The, the more no, lighter. Not PMS, DMS. Oh, P- oh I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> no, the, sorry. The, the more. Wife's going to kill me on that one. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> flows visiting, and I can't get off the subject.
2: The, 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 the more lighter kilned the malt, right. the, the more lower the temperature of the kilning of the malt. To make a really light-colored malt, the more SMM it's going to have and the more uh, DMS potential it has. Okay, okay. The the more highly kilned, you get to like a dark Munich, Sure. and it's made from like the same base grain. It has very little uh, SMM left because of the heat and the duration of the the kilning uh, converts that SMM uh, and drives it off. Okay. And and it off-gases.
3: But in all reality, you guys, when you're brewing a beer... You know, most beers are primarily a base malt, which is a lighter malt, right. and then maybe just a little bit
6: of a dark malt. So when
2: you say little right. bit, it
3: a little bit, well, like, well but, yeah, but yeah. remember,
6: <laughs> we have different levels of right. pale malt. Right. We have uh, we have pilsner malt, we have American two row, which is generally kilned a little bit higher than, than pilsner. Uh, uh-huh. continental pilsner, and then you've got British pale ale malt, which is which is pretty pretty, pretty dark. dark. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So, so it's
6: actually almost toasted. And then you go into your Vienna and your Munich that are highly kilned and then you know where that's they've driven off you know most of the SMM, as Jamil says. So
3: but but the difference there between a Pilsner malt maybe two lava bond and a a Maris Otter, you know, pale malt maybe four.
2: That's a uh, considerable difference.
3: Is it really? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. It's, it's enough a, it's of a enough, difference. It's
2: enough okay. to drive off most. And you know, at that point you get to a sixty minute boil, you're driving off the rest. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. it makes sense.
3: So it's not exactly a metabolic pathway per se. It's something that happens in the boil. But then, you know, people tell me, okay, you know, I've heard vigorous boil. You know, this is right. how you prevent DMS. Vigorous boil. What does that mean? And and why would that do
6: anything to DMS? Well, okay. L- like I said, you have the precursor that's that's uh, broken down into DMS by heat. Right. If you have a slow simmer. You're, you're, or let, uh, yeah. You're have if you have a slow simmer, you're breaking the precursors down to DMS, putting the DMS into solution, but you're not really driving it off. You know okay. that, that wort's just simmering and it's it's not be it's not boiling, and you know the evolution of the gases from the boil are not carrying that DMS away. Well, okay.
2: it's like uh, you know if if you're if you're chilling your beer your wort slowly before pitching right. anything over like 170 fahrenheit i guess is yeah. uh EDC.
6: producing right. is, is, is dms producing
2: dms but it's not going anywhere you need the bubbling the to, to drive the the volatiles off of the, of the liquid
3: so why then would a 60 minute versus a 90 minute boil make any difference with dms
6: well, well.
2: half-lives
3: okay
6: yeah. Sounds like it, a video again, game to me, you're but, talking right. about the amount of precursor that you have in that in that word, right? Um, you know, pale pilsner malt versus pale ale malt. Pale ale malt, you can get away with a you know 40 minute, 60 minute boil. It will drive off the the DMS that forms. With the pilsner malt, you have a lot more precursor, and again, as Jamil mentioned, the half life of uh, the precursor SMM. And 100C is about 38 minutes.
3: It's a short half-life.
6: At boiling. Well, in, in, okay, so so here's what
2: a half-life is. I, I think a, a lot of people may not know, know what a is. half-life is. All right. <laughs> so uh, you, you're given half-life, uh, in this case, at boiling, 38 minutes. 38 minutes at boiling, uh, you have half as much SMM left. Okay? Okay. You do another 38 minutes at boiling, you have half of that amount left. So, uh, you know, each time you you get 50% as much remaining after that, right? So it's it's not, uh, you know, it's not like you do, you know, uh, two 38-minute boils and then have zero. It's uh, down to a quarter at right. that point. Right, right. So, uh, you know, generally speaking, you know, about 100 minutes is where, you know, pills or malt, the half-lives... And you know, boiling with a vigorous boil gets you to a point where it's at an acceptable level of uh, DMS in fresh beer. That's right.
6: And when you when you cool down, let's say you're you're in a professional brew, you'd be putting the the wort through a whirlpool, or if you're doing a slow chilling, you know, uh, the half life at six degrees C lower at ninety four C is uh, the half life. uh, Well. Doubles, um, the half life increases to seventy six minutes. Okay. So, um, and if you go six degrees lower than that, down to what would that be? Eighty eight degrees C. Then uh, that that half life doubles again. So you'd be up to like a hundred and fifty so, minutes.
2: One, so one of you, of the, the, the 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 things that uh, you know sign up for that uh, Whirlpool chiller. You know, if you're not already donating no. the, the the Brewing Network. Whirlpool chiller, you, you can drop uh, you know 100 degrees of uh, uh, Fahrenheit of uh, temperature uh, very rapidly, you know, in, in a couple minutes with a whirlpool chiller. Right, <laughs> and that gets you below. You can get below that 170 point so rapidly that uh, you know in less than a minute that uh, you're not you're not producing that. If you if you don't have a device like that, then you're gonna want to make sure that you know if you're using pills a mold, you're doing at least a 90 minute boil.
3: Right. And, and now I look in Brewing Classic Styles, which is my favorite reference guide to all that is recipes, right?
2: <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's an excellent book. And, and uh, actually, uh, tonight there's going to be uh, signed copies put up in the store. There you go. Uh, you know, they come and they go. If you, if you do want a signed copy, uh, you can buy them only on the Brewing Network and you can get that uh, uh, tonight uh, this, uh, you're listening live.
3: This book raises all these... DMS questions I got to ask. I'm glad we have a full show here because one of the things here is pretty much every recipe, light beer, dark beer, in the book. You say when we're doing an all grain recipe, increase 90 minutes boil to reduce DMS.
2: Now, when when it's a pilsner malt or or a really light lightly kiln base malt, yeah,
3: right. And 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 we talked a little bit about that. But if you are there any specific styles of beer you would say okay, you can boil 60 minutes if you and, and We'll talk a little later about a whirlpool chiller. I imagine, which is a huge. I mean, that's my, my favorite single favorite item that I have in my brewing, you know, arsenal, as it were. I think that greatly increased the quality of my beer. But what are what recipes? No matter what I've got, let's say a standard immersion chiller and brewing extract method, am I going to be able to do to reduce DMS in my beer? Or what recipes do I only need to boil sixty minutes? Because ninety minutes is a pain in the rear. It's thirty more minutes.
2: I'm oh, standing around and watching a boil. Yeah, you know, come on, have yourself another beer.
3: Well, go rub one out. We don't all, we don't all have your beer to drink. Half the time we're drinking our own beer on tap, Jamil.
6: <laughs> well, yeah, it goes, it goes back to recipe and style. Yeah, right. Um, you've got again your 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 uh, malt selection. Uh, you know, if you if you if you substituted American Pale or excuse me American uh, Two Row instead of, you know, Pilsner malt for, say, a Munich Ellis. I mean, Jamil's talked in, in shows before about, you know, flavor differences that, you know, makes in doing so. But um, you're going to have, you know, less precursor in an American two-row than you would in a Pilsner malt. Okay. And you could re- you could reduce your boil time, you know, accordingly. Uh, you know, I don't know. Let's, let's split the difference, call it, uh, you know, an hour and 15 minutes. Um if you if you do that with a pale malt brewing that Munich Helles, again wrong really wrong malt for the style but uh, because you've reduced that precursor you could get away with an hour boil okay
3: so reduce boiling reduces the precursor a nice vigorous boil reduces well, it, it
2: converts it to the converts it. The, okay. the precursor and then it it's blown Boils off it as off. a volatile right. uh, aromatic so it so a standard rule off.
3: for us Joe homebrewers is. Using Pilsner malt, boil it ninety minutes. Using uh uh Pils- let us let's, let's say a pale malt or marisodder, you could if you want, but maybe not Do necessary if you minutes. have other methods. Right. right? right, right. D- okay.
2: And um
3: The IPA is written all over Jamil's face right now. He's like yeah. on glass if, number if you five. Want, if you
6: want, <laughs> in, in, in European breweries, you know they're brewing loggers where they want a little bit of DMS character. Right. I mean, um, in you know technology of brewing by kunst they say. That, I mean, they actually you know predict the amount of precursor that they're going to have left in the wort at the right. end of the boil.
4: Well, and, and, you and know, they
6: control that.
2: Here's the thing, you know, uh, g- going for this. Uh, you know, uh, amount of DMS in the beer. I think, you know, most, most brewers should go with, you know, you should strive for for none. And mm-hmm. if if somebody's actually picking it out, it's too much. Okay. If it's a subtle background note that you don't know about or people don't know about, but if <laughs> if it was missing, it wouldn't quite be the same beer, <clears throat> that's what, what you're targeting. And the weird thing was, I was at this party with uh, my wife's friends.
3: And you lost your voice? <laughs> and I
2: lost my voice. I knew I was going to lose it eventually. I told you I was sick. Um, I'm I'm dying here, <clears throat> but I got to tell this story. Um, I uh, I was there, uh, and uh, you know the the host was saying, "Oh yeah, we got you like beer. Oh, we got all we got all sorts of great beers here. You know, go back to the cooler there. You're going to find you know some really great flavorful beers." I'm like, all right, sweet. You know, I gotta hang out with my wife's friends, but it's gonna be some great. Right, beer, right? Yeah, so I go yeah. back to the cooler. I flip that bad boy open. I'm ready to get my get my drink on, <laughs> and uh, and what I what I what I see in there is uh, they got Corona.
3: Oh, there you go. They got, there you uh, go. They got Rolling Rolling Rock, which oh, is a DMS beer. There you go, Green Bottle, and, Green and, Bottle, and
2: they've they've got uh, Heineken in the Green Bottle. Oh,
3: yeah. So you have Clear <laughs> Bottle, Green Bottle, Green <laughs> yeah, Bottle. Yeah,
2: yeah. And Perfect. Rolling Rock, you know, it, at the time, I, I don't know if they they're still brewing it or if they changed it, but uh, at the time was the DMS uh, beer, and, and it was just. I'm looking at this. I'm like, I've. I've I was stunned. I, I couldn't believe that, like, three totally jacked up beers. And it, they were more flavorful than your average, you know, uh, industrial lager. But, um, you know, they were f- more flavorful for the wrong reasons. <laughs> right, just a, right. So uh, the point of the story is... Um, uh, there is no point in the story, but you know you, you really you really should be striving for no DMS, and if you get a you know a, a subtle background right. out there, you know it's it's not something you pick out and go oh, DMS, but you know if you're if you're to uh, you know run that through the spec and and and, and you know th- that's an acceptable level. But eh? there yeah. there
3: there are some very I'm sure we'll get to it in a little bit, but some very specific things that you can take do to reduce DMS in your beer, uh, whether it's equipment. Whether it's process that I'm sure we'll probably talk about, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. I I guess it, what what it's safe to say at this point is that using good home brewing practice, the more you can do uh, to drive the DMS level down, the better. Um, there's there's really no there's no point for a home brewer with uh, with our malts and equipment to try to uh, generate DMS okay. in the beer. Okay. Okay.
0: All right. Now, uh, let me get us to a quick break. Sure. going to take a real quick break, pay some sponsors here, and right then uh, Palmer's going to pick up DMS when we come back. Nick's got a lot of questions, so we'll take care of all of it, and uh, we're going to punch Jay- Jay-Z in the throat while we're, while we're at it. <laughs> Hang in there. It's uh, <laughs> Bruce Strong. We'll right, be right give back. Me,
6: give him a smoothie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brew right. Brew smart. Brew Strong. This is Brew Strong.
7: Ever notice the pathetic look on the face of the Brewcaster poster boy? That's the look of a child that survives on ramen noodles and home brew. Subprime meltdown doesn't even begin to describe what this kid has been through. He lives this grim existence for his army, the Brewing Network Army. Times are tough for everybody. It's like getting stuck in time two days before payday. Cash is tighter than a posted IOU stuck in a stripper's sweaty g-string. The unicorn's horn is limp, and the rainbow has lost its color. But you can help change all that. If you were to take that sparkling change in your pocket and plop it on the table for the BN instead of that extra pint at happy hour, then the world could be a brighter place. When you buy a round for the BN, you buy a round for yourself and your fellow soldiers. And that's what it's all about. That and being entered into the reoccurring donor monthly raffle. So step up and start your own economic stimulus package. For just a few bucks a month, you can stimulate the unicorn, the rainbow, and a brewcaster. Hit that donate button just like you'd hit on that crazy bitch at the bar right after last call. You'll be really happy about it in the morning.
5: Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. Uh, the new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day.
1: Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer deal of the day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kennels, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess.
5: The,
4: the More, More Beer, Beer deal, deal of the day. day.
5: Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are
1: you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Not a f- White Labs. It's all in the vial. This is
0: Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex.
5: You're, you're listening
0: to The Brewing Network.
1: Like the Lance Armstrong of the beer world. Except for that nut thing.
4: This is Bruce
1: Strong.
2: I can talk again through the, through the miracles of water. Who would have thought water would 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 be such a good uh, thing to drink? I don't know. All right, so we're talking DMS. Not PMS, as Nick was thinking, but DMS.
6: <laughs> yep, good old dimethyl sulfide.
3: Oh yeah, C- corn now, at what point in time does this become actually truly evident in the beer? I mean, is there like a part per million type thing, or you know
6: yeah well, it's th- thirty parts per billion per billion yeah Ooh. it's got d- a very low threshold
2: yeah d m s is is uh one of those things that pops up pretty easily and and that's why right. again you should be trying to minimize it as much right. as possible. you'll never get to n- zero or you know it's it's difficult to get to zero. Um and uh, you know there's the, and there's other methods that uh, it's not just the boil that produces DMS right John there's there's other ways that DMS can form in your beer. Well, that's right. Um,
3: I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Listen, so you, you learn a few learn things. Something new every time. <laughs> well, where else yeah, can th- it form
6: the other the other precursor the uh, DMSO or dimethyl sulf- sulfoxide? Um. That. Particular precursor is not uh, doesn't break down by heat very much, um, but it's water soluble, so you will get uh, quite a bit of that precursor um, surviving into the wort and into the into the fermenter, uh, and the yeast can convert uh, DMSO into DMS. Um, you know, you'll notice that in a lot of your lager fermentations, you'll smell you know hydrogen sulfide during right, fermentation. Right. Sure. Well. The yeast, you know, it can convert sulfur compounds and DMSO. They will convert into DMS. Now the rate and so on. It's all you know, yeast strain dependent and such. But uh, that can happen.
3: Okay. So if I'm going to reduce, like for a practical home brewer, I mean, you, you know, you got a lot of chemistry knowledge here. But for you know the, the thing that the most of us are going to be doing in our garage on a Saturday afternoon, what are we going to do to reduce DMS in our beer on a budget? By the way
6: yeah well uh malt selection first okay. um you know again if you're trying to brew a very pale lager or munich hellas you know uh, german pills and so on you're going to want to use that kind of a, you know a good pilsner malt that has a lot of precursor in it right you, th- you therefore need to take the step of doing a longer boil to make in a, in a good vigorous boil and that's something that's leaping out of the Kettle, but I mean, you want a good, you know, bubbling boil. You don't want something that's just simmering, right? If it's just simmering, that DMS, the the precursors will be converted to DMS, but the DMS will not be evolved off. It Did, won't volatize out. So that's why you want the rolling boil. You want to to form that DMS, and you want to get that DMS to volatize out of the work.
2: Well, let's let's uh, you know. I, I think this was a surprising thing for you, Nick, when we right. first brewed together. You're right. like. Is that all the boil you do?
3: Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I, like right. Mine's like flaming boil, man. Right.
2: Well, and that's the thing. Now, when we're talking a rolling boil, rolling boil is where, I mean, if you get any sort of round, kind of lumpy-looking uh, surface on your, on your wort, that's a rolling boil, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, Simmer is where little bubbles are just barely breaking the surface, and the surface isn't really changing. Right. What you want to do is turn over the liquid in the kettle, right? This is the whole kind of... um, uh,
6: Uh, Purpose of the boil,
2: right? It's 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 kind of you know exchanging uh, liquid that's at the bottom with liquids at the top, and so when you see those curves happening on the surface, that's a rolling boil. It doesn't need to be leaping out and hitting you in the face. And when I first started brewing, you know, people are you can't boil hard enough. You can't boil hard enough. It's like well, you can, and you can cause Mm -hmm. other problems. And I think we you know we did a show on melanoids, right? Or we talk about that. Go back to the archives, and uh, they're free. You know, And uh, listen to that show. You can overboil. So you want to get the exchange at the surface, and that's really all you need in order to off-gas these volatile volatile aromatics.
3: Does that count for both all-grain and extract, or is there a difference between the two?
2: uh the, the same the same okay. I mean yeah. you know once yeah. you're you're working now now the the extract has been processed right and and part of the process you know they they do a you know a low temperature boil under vacuum things like that that but uh uh, you know, because of the vacuum, oil, there is some DMS that's driven off, and uh, you know you can usually get away with a shorter boil. Right on on, on the extract. Right.
3: I got some DMS in a jar here. Right. I'm gonna. I. Now, how I made this was, I took Jamil's advice, and he said, "Oh, he took my advice." Said, and I made
2: crap. He said, yes. Ma- "Make make right.
3: some starter wort, and what he said is, you know, pre boil. Some wort and then put it in your nalgene containers and seal it up. And if it's boiling, it'll be sanitized. You can use that to make starters.
2: No, oh. no, 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 no. I, I said s- sterilize. <laughs> this this has been sitting. Autoclave. For, this has
3: been sitting for two and a half years. <laughs> I've been afraid to use it, but it's <laughs> the only application I could find because it smells like a stench. It smells like there's cabbage, more. There's, green going beans and
2: there's puke. more going on. There's more. I don't need to smell you it you a second time. It. There's more going on in there. <laughs> Maybe John would enjoy this. I don't know. <laughs> Here but, you go,
3: Justin. Take you know. The, Take a whiff. Tell you know, me what the, you get. The, That's the,
2: DMS, the, Justin. The stench in there is, is more than just DMS. I'm
0: sorry. Fresh
6: Brussels sprouts. There you yes. go, Justin. Goes. You're
2: talking it. smells like homebrew to
0: me.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: fresh yes, ass, guys, ass, ass sprouts. You guys, beer doesn't smell yes. like this? Oh, <laughs> man.
0: This is bad stuff. It's bad.
3: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: I won't yeah. make a out of that. It's beyond yeah. uh, It's beyond the corn uh, smell of DMS. It's gone it's, into it's grape and, yeah, and all
2: it's, sorts it's of It's the vegetable. corn that's coming out of your ass type of corn. Yeah, enjoy,
3: corn enjoyed a second time that yeah. <laughs> you get there. Well, I remember, You're not you going to drink there, this there are are lots of keep of it. No, yeah, it's yours. <laughs> yeah,
2: you, you can have that. Well, get you a glass. going to to the Smithsonian, I think, maybe. And it'll be one of his best beers yet. Oh, man. It's true. It's true. It's true. Actually, he did have a couple of good beers, one or I was two. Actually, quite pleased. Mm-hmm. One or two.
3: So, so, all right. So, the average Joe really is going to be affected by whether it's extract, all grain is going to be affected by DMS, depending on the recipe. Uh, beyond yeah. a sixty or ninety minute boil, what else can you do to reduce DMS?
2: Oh, you know, and, and John, before we get to that, let's let's get back sure. to the boil. Here's one question that I don't know the answer to. And uh, I'm very curious. And I, Why are I think, you so good looking? Okay. <laughs> 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 Why am I so good looking? No, no. no. Um, uh, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, melanoidins and head retention and the effect of a concentrated boil. Right. Uh, so what would the effect of a concentrated boil be on uh, DMS? Is that, uh, is that uh, affected? I wonder.
6: You know, yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know yeah. for sure either. I think, um, I
2: think we'd have to run some tests, get some yeah. lab work done. Yeah. Because uh, it may impact it, wouldn't you think?
6: Yeah, I mean, it, if you're looking at uh, an all-grain brew of uh, a strong ale or a barley wine, but you know, using a high mm-hmm. percentage of pale malt, mm-hmm. um, then you'd be getting lots of precursor in there.
2: All right, right. So, so the higher the, the gravity of the boil... Uh, you know, precursor concentration versus uh, volume versus uh, time, yeah, and half life, and uh, yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever amount you start you with, could have, yeah, half life uh, is going to be half of that after you know 38 minutes. So if you're starting with more for the volume you have, of course, when you thin that out with water later on, mm-hmm. um you know that yeah. would that would reduce the amount of dms in the final right uh volume
6: mhm huh and that's that's probably how that's probably how some of the uh, you know today's lager breweries uh can get get have less well i was going to say i mean but budweiser we know does you know air stripping of their work to get the dms out mm-hmm. um but mm-hmm. potentially you know these are, but they they are doing high gravity ferment ferments High-gravity boils, high-gravity ferment, and then dilution in the packaging in a lot of cases. Um, so they would be reducing DMS levels by dilution, but they also do use other other means to reduce DMS, such as air stripping, mm-hmm. uh, which we which we wouldn't be doing. But, um, yeah, that's that's a good question. I don't know. I might be doing some stripping. <laughs> uh, you're, you're stripping before you brew. It's not the same. You can get a strip during the brew. I'm stripping after I drink. I think that's that's when I'm stripping usually.
3: <laughs> yeah. I've seen you when you brew, you got the sanded, you know, the uh, the uh, whole biohazard suit on, so you better be stripping.
6: And the boots. <laughs> oh, so um let's see, where were we? We had oh yeah, we there there is DMS that can be converted uh in the wort after the boil, during fermentation, by the yeast uh breaking down the the precursors. Um if you store the beer warm, um, you know SMM and DMSO breakdown can also occur um, over time. You know, a very, a very slow rate, but it it occurs. So uh, you know, if you've got a lager that you're storing warm in the garage, um, chances are you could end up with more DMS, you know, a month from now than you have, you know, at, at the when you first brewed it and first starts drinking it. Um, let's see what else. Um, I guess I, that that about covers, I guess, the the technical side of it. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any other uh, questions about it uh, More food for thought?
3: Well, I got uh, – you know, it may be coincidence, maybe not. I don't know. I'm, I can't prognosticate. But the fact that we have a Whirlpool chiller available in yeah, the uh, Brewing yeah. Network option. But this, to yeah. me, I was getting some DMS in my beer, and I switched to the Whirlpool chiller method – uh, and it was primarily, I, I love like German lagers are my favorite style of beer. Mm-hmm. So I'll brew uh-huh. Munich Helles. I've worked probably in 30 batches trying to perfect this style of beer.
2: Right. And you, you fly to Germany and bring I do. back Munich yeah. Helleses all it's the time. Just, this yeah. is my it's thing. Like the Munich thing.
3: Helles is like my thing. And I just did, I wish we had better examples of the style here. And uh, John Plisset, by the way, brews one of the best Munich Helleses out there. But your, yours is excellent. You've, you've tasted some of mine occasionally. And,
2: uh, you, you're damning me here with faint praise. I am. All right, thank I you am. very much.
3: But but the the, <laughs> the thing is, when you're brewing a lighter beer. This whirlpool chiller right. made a huge yeah. difference in my beer. Why did it do that?
2: Well, well you, you want to drop from boiling down. You want to get down past 170 Fahrenheit or 80C as rapidly as possible.
3: So and even if I, if I do a 90-minute boil, I still got to drop the temperature down fast, right?
6: It it and, all helps. Yeah, you know, it, it, you, you want to reduce the precursors. You want to get those precursors to in, in the boil. You're trying to get the precursors that you have. Right. To convert to DMS, and you want to boil them out. Okay. When you know, so that's that's the the idea behind the boil. Now, when you shift from boiling down to cooling and fermenting, you know you don't have the volatilization of the boil that's driving the DMS off. So right. if you cool slowly, again, uh, you know, and as I mentioned earlier, when you when you start going down, the half life you know goes up. And uh, the DMS is still being generated. So if you have leftover, D- if you have leftover precursor from your boiling process, uh, it can convert, still convert to DMS okay. in this slow cooling process from 100 down to 80C. Okay. And uh, since there's, it's not boiling, that's going to stay in the liquid.
3: So with a regular immersion chiller, it may take. 20 minutes to get my beer down to a decent temperature. Uh, let, let's say, like you said, below 80 degrees C or what, like 140, 150. It may take, right. you know, 5, 6, 7, 10 minutes to get there. With the Whirlpool chiller, I'm there in about one minute. Well, and, So and, that's and the reason why my DMA, I'm not getting as much DMS that's right. in my beer? And, okay. right.
2: and here's one of the problems with something like a counterflow chiller. The bulk of your wort is sitting there hot. Just resting know, just, there just, hot. Yeah, right. Be, be, you right. Know, just under right. boiling. And it'll sit there for, you know, 10 uh, minutes or whatever. 10, 15 minutes, whatever it takes to run right. through your counterflow chiller. Sure, the counterflow chiller cools very quickly, but it, it cools a very small amount of wort very right, quickly. Right, right. So the rest is, is, you know, so if you're going to use a counterflow chiller, or you're going to use an immersion chiller, you're going to want to, uh, uh, you know, make sure you, you've got an adequate boil. You're getting the roiling boil, like like John's saying, right. uh, for a minimum of 90 minutes uh, when if you're using a Pilsner malt, and you might go to 100, 120 minutes.
3: Okay, so I got a question. If you were to use... The Jamil Janice style whirlpool chiller, immersion chiller, which allows you to whirlpool and do all kinds of other great things. Could you then do a sixty minute boil on every type of beer? Would you feel comfortable doing that?
2: I think mm, you no. yeah, I I well I think you can. I think um you know the, the, the thing is there's other there's other things that happen with the longer boil that mm-hmm. uh, I'm uncomfortable losing. So okay, I, yeah. that's I why I was going to do with, with the
6: no the answer on a, the the it, the melanoidins, right? And, right?
2: Yeah, you know, there's okay. there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot involved there. Now there are certain beers that that I do at sixty minutes. Okay, uh, you know, or shorter boils. Uh, you they are. You know, like fifteen minutes. You know, Roll and there's later-wise. there's yeah, there's various things where you're gonna you're gonna shorten your boil. For various reasons, but in general, uh, you know, you're going to stick to the ninety, okay. especially with
6: pilsner malt. Okay, so that
3: makes so pretty much any beer that's a bulk of pilsner malt, then we we should probably be doing a ninety minute boil, no matter what.
6: Yeah, because okay. it, it gives you the best chance to reduce your precursors and evolve the DMS to get, you know reduce the amount you got going to the fermenter.
3: And again, that's whether it's extract or all grain brewing, we do it right.
6: Well, yeah. Extract, you can
2: get away with sixty. Okay, but but right. you know. Even, you know, once you do that, you know, Whirlpool Chiller, you know, rapid chilling of the entire wort is is a good thing. Okay. All right. Uh, really, you know, for a, a variety of reasons. Hop character, uh, you know, protection from uh, uh, environmental uh, bacteria, wild yeast, things like that. Right. Uh, you know, the quicker you can, you know, chill it down, uh, break formation, things like that.
3: Okay. So. Now, now, what about, uh, I force carbonate, so... Uh, yeah, I've noticed that with diacetyl in my beer, if I ever get diacetyl, no amount of carbonation seems to get rid of it. But with DMS, if I notice a little bit, maybe after mm-hmm. day two or three, then by the time my beer sat for a week or two, it's actually gone away a little bit. Does carbonation affect DMS?
6: Well, it helps evolve it. Right. If you, what, what does that you mean? It
3: Evo- well, helps evolve it. What does that mean? All right.
2: So, so say, uh called me up and said, hey, you know, I got this beer and it's got uh, – you know, it's got this, you know, various characters at various times. Right. You know, diacetyl and acetylaldehyde, the only way you're going to reduce that is by yeast activity. Okay. So you can add a little yeast, or you can just warm up the beer and let it sit for a little while, and the yeast will consume those things. If it's not too intense, it'll it'll reduce them down. If, okay. Especially if the diacetyl was not from a, a contaminant. Okay. The, uh, you know, something like DMS, you can actually, uh, you know, carbonate it bleed it off, carbonate it, bleed it off. You know, uh, you open the purge valve on the keg right, right. and just let the CO2 bubble through and carry away some of that that DMS. You can okay. actually uh, off-gas some of those those aromatics. Okay. Of course, you're stripping out any hop character and a lot of other character, right. and if you're foaming it up, you're actually eating up some of those uh, head-forming uh, proteins that that are good. Right. And, right. Uh, listen to our, our, our head retention uh, show. Oh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
3: Okay. That makes sense, though. So you can actually get, you know, if you taste a little DMS in the beer right after fermentation, you know, carbon the scrubbing of the CO two action will actually sort of kind of help that out. Then, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. All right. Simple, practical things that home brewers can think of.
2: Right. I like Uh, it. Look, let's take a short break, and when we get back. Uh, let's get into question from the chat room. This the show's done live, and uh, you can uh, ask your questions on the chat. Back after this. Seems...
4: Brew right,
1: brew smart, brew strong. This is brew strong.
5: Hey, Push, the new brewery's looking good. Thanks, Finn. Piece by piece. Well, let's fire her up. Whoa! Is that a new kettle? Yeah, just got it brand new, but paid half price. What? And that blade scale? 40% off. The new tap handle? Five bucks instead of 13. Got a new regulator for the brew stand, too, but five bucks instead of 25. Dude, where are you stealing all this stuff from? Where else? The more beer deal of the day.
1: Announcing the Beer, Beer, and More Beer deal of the day. Every day, a new fantastic deal from big items to small that will blow you away. Boil kettles, carboy carriers, sterile siphon starters, digital timers. Watch morebeer.com every day for a new deal, and you just might find the item you've been waiting for at a price you cannot believe. Hurry, because stock is limited on most items. And that sweet Guinness cap, let me guess. The The More
5: More Beer Beer deal deal of the day. day. Yeah, I knew it. Come on, let's brew something. Find the More Beer Deal of the Day at morebeer.com. Celebrity voices impersonated.
1: The Brewing Network brings together the winner of the Sam Adams Longshot Competition and the most awarded home brewer in history to do battle in the next chapter of the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Every episode, Jamil Zanishef and Mike McDowell lay their reputations on the line to brew your favorite commercial beer and put their results to the test. Perfect match or perfect drain pour. Tune in for the recipes, techniques, and interviews with the pros that answer the question, Can You Brew It? The Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? airs every other Monday on the Brewing Network. White Labs, your source for maltose mowing monsters, announces the White Labs Platinum lineup for 2009. Looking for out-of-the-ordinary yeast to make the best beer possible? The Platinum strains from White Labs are only available for a limited time and make your homebrew stand out. Through February, find Australian Ale, Essex Ale, and Dusseldorf Alt Yeast. March and April, it's Nottingham Ale, Abbey Four, and Mexican Lager Yeast. And May through June, don't miss Premium Bitter Ale, Belgian WIT 2 and Belgian Bastogne Ale Yeast. Keep up with all the great yeasts in the White Labs Platinum Program at whitelabs.com, where you can also join the White Labs Customer Club. Brew with the freshest and most unique yeast with the White Labs 2009 Platinum Strains. White Labs, it's all in the vial. Live. Beer Radio the Brewing
6: Network. The Brewcasters. If you're
0: just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Dude. Put yeah, some I sugar know. and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah.
4: yeah. Beer. <laughs> the
1: Back to your hosts, Jamil Zaynashieff and John Palmer. Putting the testicles in technical. This is Brew Strong.
2: All right, we're back. We're talking DMS, and I think I think we've done a pretty good job of answering Mark's question about why you know pills, malt, ninety minute boils, DMS, and all that. Uh, John, I, th- I think uh, I think you've uh, done a yeoman's job of uh, covering <laughs> Thank this you. topic. And, uh, you know, one of the great things about the Brewing Network, this isn't just a podcast. We do podcast these things so you can catch up if you, if you haven't uh, had the chance to listen live. But if you get a chance to listen live, you, know, you go to com. you click on that, uh, you know, listen now, and, and then there's the chat button there. Right. And you get into the chat room. You don't have to enter in any passwords or anything. Just type in a name that you want to be seen in the chat room by and and, and enter. And uh, you get to converse with uh, like-minded people during the show, and you get to ask questions. And uh, right now, we're going to cover questions people had uh, during the show. Justin, what do we got from the chat?
0: Got a few questions, a uh, lot of recaps. Once again, uh, just people wanting to clarify things. So, Palmer, uh, sure. a question that kind of came through quite a bit was whether or not DMS is a concern for extract brewers. I know you guys covered how it's a concern for everybody, but uh, yeah. Well, it,
6: let's let's look at extract just a minute, okay? um in 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 extract uh when they make extract you know they're starting out with a full mash they're making a making a wort and then what they do is they they actually boil that they it's like they're they're starting to brew beer uh you know they're either adding hops or they're not depending on the type of extract but it is being boiled and so you're getting you're getting your protein break out. You're starting that DMS, you know, vol- volatilization and, and con- I mean conversion and volatilization to get the DMS out of the wort. Um, and then they take it to uh, you know low pressure boiling. Well, they put it inside an evaporator and you know and bring the pressure down so they can boil it at lower temperatures. That allows them to reduce the Maillard reaction, so it reduces the browning. Uh, helps keep the, the flavor from changing as they get it down to you know a very high concentration, low water uh, that would happen. If you tried, if you just did a straight boil, well, you know maple syrup is an example. You, know, you start with clear water and you end up with maple syrup because it's that constant long boil that generates these browning reactions. So right. In extract, you're, they do it under uh, partial vacuum so they can do it at lower temperature and keep the wort tasting the same well that you know they are doing boiling and they're doing a low pressure boiling which helps pull that dms out so uh you will still get some dms and it, it's going to depend on the malts that they used to make that extract um but uh, well, i would say in, Josh, in general extract is going to be less than a uh, Than a all grain beer made right. of the same uh, malts,
2: and part of it is uh, so they're they're doing the lower temperature boiling. It, it, it's still boiling, which is volatile. You know, driving off that the DMS, but the half life of the SMM at the True. lower temperature is longer, and that's True. why you still need to boil the extract. Uh, yes. You know, some portion, and that's why a sixty minute boil will, will suffice. Even if you're using a pilsner type extract. Um, such as the excellent uh, Bries mm-hmm. uh, Pilsner uh, extract. Um, That's a good one, yeah. You know, you, you if you boil at sixty minutes, you know, you're good. They've they've handled at least thirty minutes of it for you.
3: So, bottom line is, if you're using a Pilsner malt extract and it's extract sixty minutes, no matter what, you're probably okay.
2: You're probably safe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all
3: right. In all grain, ninety minutes. You you know, go for that. Right. Yeah. Okay. Pilsner mm-hmm. malt, ninety minutes. Okay.
6: And chill as rapidly as you can. Yeah, because you want to – the idea is to get rid of as much precursor up front as you can, and then what precursor you couldn't get rid of, you want to reduce the amount of time for it to form DMS and not evolve. Okay.
0: That's part of a follow-up question I was going to give you too, uh, because someone had asked about doing a partial mash. Um, they said they have 15% of the bill is grain, it's 10% pills, 5% Munich, and they wanted to know if a 90-minute boil is still recommended.
6: Uh, probably not for that, because you've you've reduced the amount of precursor in you know in the overall grain bill. Okay. You're, you know, you only you have a smaller percentage of pilsner malt in that overall batch because it's just a partial mash. So, uh, again, a sixty-minute boil is probably su- will probably be sufficient. Okay.
0: Here's another question I thought was pretty good. Uh, it is, uh, what does Jamil and John think of a um, a simmering boil for the first 30 minutes? You know, just a, you know, kind of a light simmer boil for the first 30, and then a vigorous boil for 30 to 45 minutes. And this person said that I hear that Germans do it a lot for commercial beer. I'm just passing on the info. I'm not corroborating here.
2: Well, no, 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 no. Have, have you ever watched German porn? I mean, is that really what you want to be doing? Bo. Things that Germans are doing? Yes. Uh, that's it's, and it's. funny you mention that too. German porn is, that are is yes not yes. some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is t- tending back to, towards, towards the sheep. Right. Um, you know the, the the thing is okay. Again, let's be very careful how we're defining our rolling boil, our simmering boil. Uh, a simmer is not a boil. Okay, I mean the simmer you know you get that you know yeah, about hundred seventy five
3: fahrenheit it's not you know, a boil. You're,
2: you're you're getting those little bubbles that are coming up, but the surface is still uh you know a, a boil a rolling boil is where the the surface is taking you know you're getting some turnover of the of the surface area um mm-hmm. you know and that's that's what it, it requires, and I would not go less than that surface turnover type of uh of action yeah.
6: Yeah, as Jamil said, you want to see some shapes form in, on the surface. Uh the just the quivering, you know, the, the simmer, that's not enough. But again, you know? I I was under the impression that it needed to be this violent, you
3: know, right. flame that, on Max, and then I'm burning nope. with Jamil, he's got a light, not just little bubbles, but just a slight roll to it.
2: Mm-hmm. And if, see, and if you fine. if you if you go to a commercial brewery, and and see what they're doing and making great beers, I mean the the, the words barely turning over. I mean you, you see some action there, but it's 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 pretty minor.
3: If if you have a thermometer on your boil kettle, if it's at two twelve, it's probably going to be fine.
6: Oh yeah. I, I, yeah, generally. And to go back to the to the question, I I don't know why you would want to just do a simmer for the first half, right? I can't think of a good reason. Well, well if you, you want to DMS ten, in your ten, beer,
2: <laughs> you save ten cents in uh, propane. That's right. And again, you know, commercial breweries, and, and this is another thing I was thinking about last time uh, I was brewing, which is like yesterday, is um, cheap. You know, is uh, well, no, you know, the effect of uh, you know the, the 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 brew house size on what you're doing, and um, you know the, the the necessity of the boils, or uh, you know uh, you know the the amount of time in a whirlpool before the beer is chilled. You know a lot of different things. You know, very different for uh, you know the amateur brewer versus the the pro brewer, and the, you know the the scale and size. Yeah. So yeah. so don't necessarily let what uh, you know pro brewers are doing affect you know your decisions on what's best for your wort and uh, you know the beer that you're making and and. You know, think through the processes and what you're trying to achieve, what they're trying to achieve, and, and a lot of what they're trying to achieve is cost savings. Right, they're trying yeah. to make great beer, but they're 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 trying to do it as cheaply as possible. You're trying to make great beer, and if you spend twenty five cents more for five gallons of beer, it's probably okay.
3: Right, I'm fishing on propane. Come on.
2: Well, and, mm. and here's the thing: I'm I'm down to more beer. And, uh, you know, somebody's in there, and, and they were asking about, like, Whirlflock tablets. And they're like, hey, what's this? I said, oh, Whirlflock. I love Whirlflock. You yeah, know, great. And uh, I said, you know, I wouldn't brew without it. You know, and they're like, well, you know, why would I do this? This is like, you know. 25 cents more This batch. is like 25 cents yeah. more per, right. per batch. I'm like, it's 25 cents on a five-gallon. Oh, well, yeah, I, I don't have money to waste. Right. Twenty five freaking cents. <laughs> I mean, your other ingredients. I mean, come on. You know, right, just, just right. throw the freaking pellet in there and pay the twenty five cents. So ninety
3: minute boil, little uh, extra propane, yeah. totally worth it. Especially think, if you're doing a light log. Totally worth it. Right? Yeah. So, Okay. Yeah,
0: okay. okay. Any other questions? Yeah. Last question. Uh, you know, particular malts. Uh, this particular malt that this person was asking about was, say, a Belgian pills. Do they require boils um, longer than 90 minutes? Is there anything you can think of that would want to be boiled longer than the, that?
2: The the lighter the love of bond of the malt, the longer it needs to be boiled.
6: Okay, yeah, And a Belgian pills is about... And you can get really technical by going into barley strain, yeah. uh, so, yeah. which is more precursor than other, but uh, really, unless, <laughs> unless you're a pro-brewer and trying to you know, calculate. I mean, measure all this. Uh, just yeah, go off the low of bond, like Jamil says.
0: But is there uh, anything that requires longer than I ninety? Mean, well, and kind of ninety
2: is actually kind of a, a cheaping out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, a hundred is probably more appropriate. Okay. Really? Yeah. To get below, uh, you know, detection levels of uh, DMS and oh. the half lives, and really? it's about a hundred.
3: Okay. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta adjust my ProMash recipes now. But
2: again, you know, a ninety will do it. <laughs> you know, you know, whatever you've been doing, I, I think the thing to do though, you know, you do the ninety, you chill as quickly as you can. What do you do, Jay okay. You do a hundred? I do a ninety.
0: You do? And I, I f- thought there was gonna be some chore. Big Jay Z secret that you actually all these no, years no. have been doing a hundred but saying ninety. No, I'm I'm doing ninety.
2: Yeah, I awesome. do ninety nine and a half. half. I, I bring you
3: vegetable uh, beer and you tell 90. me to do you know six ninety, you oh, tell yeah, me 100. you really
2: need to shorten your boil. That's how it's
0: going to work. Shorten yeah. my boil, yeah.
3: right? Uh,
2: go with 50. 50. 50, 40
0: Oh god! All right, that's it from the chat. Once again, if you're looking for a more interactive uh, brewing network experience, uh, hit the chat now button when we're live and sign up for our Twitter account, the Brewing. Uh, Twitter.com slash Brewing Network, because all updates go there before they go anywhere. So if we've changed the time on one of the shows, or even if you just forgot that it was Brew Strong Night, you would have gotten an update 30 minutes in advance tonight that said, Hey, Brew Strong's on. Come join the chat. So uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. Oh,
2: yeah. Great. So uh, we kind of got into what DMS is, uh, and uh, you know the reason why you'd worry about it, You know, stanky beer. Uh, you know, uh, a, a little bit's okay or a, a tiny amount's okay. Uh, but if you're thinking about it, then it's too much. And, uh, you know, what causes it? Uh, you know, it's it's these precursors in the malt. The lighter kiln the malt, the more of those precursors exist. The darker the malt, the less. Right. So uh, the lighter the love of bond of the, of the malt, uh, for a general rule, uh, the more SMM is going to be in there and the more uh, DMS potential you have and the longer you're going to want to boil. So, uh, you know, a 90-minute boil will generally take care of it. If you're an extract brewer, you can probably get away with six. It's not a problem. If you find yourself with a DMS problem, um, lengthen and, your boil. And you know, lengthen huh. the boil. If, if it's still there, then then it's coming from somewhere else. You've got some other problems at hand. Um, and uh, you know, <coughs> even even with a, a longer boil, you, you always want to chill as rapidly as you can. Man,
3: and for heaven's sakes, enter that brewing network raffle. If you can get a whirlpool chiller, pff, DMS problem of the past
2: right right uh so so uh that 's essentially it uh, you know uh this is why it 's important to, to boil, I know we went over what what a proper boil is, you know as long as the, the surface is, is roiling and your your uh, uh, you know uh, exchanging surface liquid with uh, liquid from down down deep in the kettle uh, you know it and, and it's uh, at temperature it's 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 uh you know driving off those uh, that that dms so uh, not not really a problem a uh, little bit of a, a simmer with no action uh, not gonna not gonna cut it
6: yeah, you're going to have to add a, adding DMS to your work by doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well,
2: and same thing for a, a long uh, chilling time. Uh, right. One of one of the questions we also get that I don't think we we touched on was uh, you know in Australia there's a whole movement for the uh, no chill. They take, yep. uh, they take their wort, and they put it in a, uh, a plastic container. They fill it to the top oh. with boiling wort, and then they slosh it around so it sanitizes the entire right. inside, and then they let it cool overnight. Sounds horrible. And then they, they toss their yeast in the next day. Right. This is very similar to what you did with your, your Nalgene <laughs> my, container.
3: My, yeah, my... Your my,
2: very sour Nalgene container. vegetative uh, beer. Yeah. Your very <laughs> nasty uh, Nalgene container. And... Um, yeah, people ask, oh, well, that, you know, what do you think about that? What do you think? I think, you know, DMS wise, uh, if you boiled long enough before you threw it in the container, you wouldn't get so much DMS. Right. I think uh, bacteria wise, wild yeast wise, um, you're always running a risk. And, um, uh,
6: you know, it, 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 could, it could be the malts it, they had, eh? the barley strains they right, have right. making their malts from, that could be influencing that, too. Right. And there's a um, lot of
2: factors. You know, uh, also involved in that is uh, hop character and and utilization things like that. So, uh, I, I'm convinced you can make a very good beer with that no chill me- method. I don't think you could make the best beer possible uh, okay. with it. So, uh, kind of kind of in between. Anyways, uh, a little off track there, but I think uh, we covered the subject quite well. What do you yeah. what do you think, John?
6: I, I think we did too, and I'm I'm glad you brought up the no chill method because I was kind of Thinking about it in the back of my mind, <laughs> right. but uh, yeah, but well, there are there are a lot of factors that can go into controlling DMS. Uh, the big levers, as it were, are length of the boil and types of malts that you use, and the time, the, the chill time too, and the chill time. That right. I pull through that third, but uh, again, it's going to depend on uh, your processes, you know. And the more work you're trying to cool, uh, it's that's going to become a bigger factor.
2: Wow,
3: I feel like I can make a beer now.
2: It's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, and, and uh, you know, uh, the, the DMS, when people are, you know, when the judge is saying, you know, cabbage, corn, uh, you know, all that stuff, this is what we're talking about. And this is, is yep. going to get you dinged. You know, if it's anything other than they can't detect it or, you know, they, they really don't know that it's it's a prevalent thing, uh, it's too much. So uh, yep. you, you really want to pay attention to this to make make the best beers possible. Wow. Okay, great. Thank you very much to our uh, sponsor for the uh, raffle, uh, More Beer, uh, yep. B3, uh, Beer, Beer, and More Beer. You go to morebeer.com. They provided uh, the uh, Whirlpool Chiller. I'll reduce That's the his... MS, baby. Get the Whirlpool <laughs> yeah, Chiller. There you go. And they provide a lot of other great stuff.
0: They've got that new uh, social network too, the Buzz. Uh, you can go check out. Go to morebeer.com, and you'll find all about it. But it's uh, you can have your own homepage within their website now. You really? can share your pictures and share your. Uh, it's like the uh, Facebook. Is there a beer. lot of nudity on that site? I don't know if they moderate it or not. It's not a BN uh, social network, so probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can uh, you know just share your pictures of your brew day and make friends with other brewers and stuff. It's Great. become pretty oh, popular cool. since they put it up. So check that out. too.
3: Great. Those those guys are so great for beer. Northern Brewer, more beer. Those guys do so much. Awesome
6: show.
2: Well, and and we'll be back with uh, more shows coming up uh, in not too long. If you're you're listening live, it's going to be probably about another month. If you're listening... on the podcast, it's going to be another two weeks. In between Brew Strong shows, we have uh, the Jamel Show, Can You Brew It?, where we challenge ourselves with uh, your requests for brewing great clone beers. You know, brewing the commercial beers that you love, that you're sick of paying uh, 10 bucks a six-pack for. Yeah. We'll take it on. We'll we'll tell you how to brew that thing. And uh, what's the next one? The next one is a Green Flash uh, mm. West Coast IPA. Ash. Good beer. Which is oh man, that is I'm looking forward to that one. And then I believe we also have Flossmore Station uh, Pullman Brown. Oh, another excellent beer. Mm-hmm. So great Yummy. stuff. And that's on uh, you know uh, alternating uh, Mondays with uh, Bruce Strong. And if you get a chance, uh, go to the store, pick up a copy of book, uh, shirts, whatever may have you. Brew Strong.
0: Palmer's book is in there, too. Don't forget oh, that. Oh, I How to Brew. Some. I'm it's looking action. at my shelf, and I have three signed copies of How to Brew left. Oh. That's the greatest jump book on ever. On, jump on them right now.
2: <laughs> brew Strong, everybody. Go get them.
0: Brew Strong.